Hi there. How are you doing this week? I'm really looking forward to sharing this episode. It was someone that I was really excited to get on the podcast. Her name is Elizabeth Williamson and she's also known as Elisa underscore Loon on Instagram. That's where I first found her, actually through former guest Iman, Iman Ogundiko. I think she reposted Elisa's skincare routine on her Instagram because a lot of her followers have been dying for her to share her skincare routine. She's actually a skincare specialist for Quarterly, which is an amazing brand. I'm sure many of you know it. And she travels around the southwest of England working in various space NKs, educating the staff on the latest products and techniques. She really knows her stuff. We talk about how having a French mother influenced her skincare choices and her approach to beauty which she says is very much less is more and we talk about our shared issue of having combination skin hormonal breakouts so I think if you're anyone that's remotely had some issues with your skin in the past you'll definitely relate to this one let me know if you've listened give me a tag on Instagram and do be sure to check out Elisa underscore Loon on Instagram she's also going to be creating a very special gua sha tutorial that's just for beauty me so I can't wait to share that with you and yeah just let me know what you think and enjoy my name's Sharice Kenyon and this is the Beauty Me podcast. I've been a hair and beauty journalist for about 15 years and I thought it was about time I created my own platform so I could talk all about beauty without the BS. While there's plenty of room for product recommendations, I'm also all about the daily routines, traditions and lifestyle path that make us all approach beauty differently. When I wake up, I do the first thing I do is I do check my Instagram. I don't notice that it's it's bad, but I do it every morning. I just wake up and it's, it kind of wakes me up. And then I go downstairs and I'll go and have some breakfast. My breakfast is like my time to kind of wake up, enjoy my food. Um, and then I go on to my skincare. So um, I will basically, I mean, my skincare takes about 25 minutes probably in the morning because I do gua sha and I do my infrared as well. So takes quite a while but I love it it's like my moment to myself at night you do produce your own oils on your skin so it's good to not over strip the skin in the morning so I'll just use an oil cleanser and give myself like a massage like kind of an invigorating massage to wake up the skin um so you can use quite a lot of pressure <clears throat> you can feel the blood circulation and then I just wash that off um when I'm finished I'll then tone the skin with a light uh, hydrating toner um, and then once I've that finished, I then put my infrared mask on. Um, if you see my Instagram, it's, I've showed it a little bit in there, but it basically helps with your collagen production, helps with um, inflammation. So it just gives that boost to the skin. And that actually really helps your skin to glow more during the day, um, I find anyway. My makeup actually stays in place when I use my infrared as well. So I do that every morning, 20 minutes of my infrared. And then once I've done that, then I'll do my... I apply my serum and my oil and then I'll do my gua sha. So you can use gua sha like two to three times a week, but I've kind of got into the routine of using it every day and it's become like my little ritual. Um, Yeah. And the gua sha, like the more you use it, the more it becomes your, your own, your own little gem. Like you kind of become attached to it, the more you use it. Um, And then what you find when you're using the gua sha is if you've got any puffiness, especially in the morning, a lot of us do get quite puffy. Mm. You really see it kind of drain away from the face. Um, and then it means that your products that you've applied do absorb a lot better into the skin because you're kind of pushing them in. 
Um, and then I apply my SPF and then a little bit of makeup and then I'm ready to go. Wow. But it does take a while. Um, yeah. I love it. It's just, it's your, it's your time for yourself, isn't it? Yeah. And you know, when you mentioned the infrared, how long are you leaving that on? Just that part of your routine? 20, 20 minutes. I do. 20 You're minutes meant to do like 10 minutes in the morning, 10 minutes in the evening. But I do like a 20 minute in the morning and then oh. potentially another 20 minutes in the evening. Right. Okay. So <laughs> just tell listeners a little bit about your background. Um, because you sound obviously you're very into your skincare if you're giving it that yeah. amount of time so just explain a little bit about what you do day to day yeah so um I, I work for a skincare brand I work for quarterly um and what I do is I travel I, I look after the south east of the UK so I look after London doors the space and K and John Lewis doors and I travel around those different different stores around the country and I train the team in those stores on the skincare brand. So I train them on quarterly about the products and I also do a bit of selling as well. And I also have um, a skin analysis machine, which I test people's skin oh. in different areas and give them products that would work for their skin type. And that's, that's basically it. It's your all day, every day, just surrounded by skin yeah, and skincare. Just, yeah, all over. And it's quite interesting because I, I work in a lot of wealthy areas of the UK um like so for example like I work in Henley I don't know if you know it um and then you work in I work in Marlow but then I work in Chiswick and all these people all these customers that come in they they have a lot of money and they have a lot of time to want to look after their skin so I work with all types of people but um it's quite interesting tell me about when you were growing up I'm trying I like to try and find out like how people got to their current path how old were you when you realized that beauty was a thing um, for me, it probably began when I was quite young. So my, my mum, she's French, and um, I grew up a lot going over to France to see my nan and granddad. And it was when I used to go into my nan's uh, bathroom, she had like a little cupboard and she had lots of like potions, basically. So she had like Guerlain, she had Chanel, lots of little bottles. Um, and she was always the person, if you had like a, say you had a sunburn or you had a cut, she always had loads of different creams that could help with those problems that you have. So she was kind of maybe the person that got me excited about skincare and she had like the odd red lipstick somewhere that I used to try on. (laughs) So it started quite early for me. And then I went to go and um, work as a Saturday girl in Space and K when I was about uh, 16, 17, just like a part-time job. Mm -hmm. And it was there that I um, <laughs> I met so many different types of women, applied makeup to different skin, like different skin types, and that's when I was like, yeah, this is the route that I want to go down. I just find it so interesting. I find people's faces fascinating, and everyone has their own beauty. So I love to like find what's their what's their thing for their face, and then enhance that part of their face. That's so. Everyone's true. got their own thing. I yeah. think. I wish people would grasp that more because as well as being a writer, I'm a photographer and I always get people that are nervous or they don't want their picture taken initially. And I mean it when I say everybody has got something, like every single person has got something, but they might not see it and you'll see it. You'll see that it's their bone structure or the color of their eyes or their skin in general. And I do think that literally every single person has got something about them yeah absolutely Um, 
just got to find I think finding that's, it. yeah 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 it's finding it and being confident about that because it might not be necessarily what people would say is like typically beautiful but there's something that they might have which is just true to them it's what makes them who they are so and don't you think do you think that's harder now with social media because we're being given kind of cookie cutter maybe there's three types that we could look like yeah 100 percent. and that's why I think with my Instagram account I really want it to be true skin not photoshopped uh what I have is what I work with what works for my face what might necessarily work it could work for somebody else as well it's just being true to what you've got and how your skin really is as well because it's, it's so many retouched photos aren't there and and so many young girls that are on on, the, on Instagram and follow all these things so I just want it to be real yeah I'm, yeah. Again, I'm the same with my photography. I always tell people if you're looking for someone that takes out every wrinkle and freckle and spot, I I don't do that. I do a lot of natural yeah. light. And for me, natural light is everybody looks amazing in natural light because it just shows yeah. kind of how you're meant to be in the world without all the filters and mm. whatever. So I do think maybe living in this current situation will help that more because... I think people are maybe paying a bit more attention to themselves and maybe giving themselves yeah. a little bit more time and looking at themselves yeah. more. And I think as well that like we're not in, um, there's no pressure. So everyone's doing the same thing. Everyone's at home. There's no pressure of, oh, she's spending this money. She's going out and doing this. I need to, you know, compete. We're all doing the same thing. So you kind of reevaluate what makes you happy, what is right for you, doesn't it? Yeah. I think so anyway, yeah. Have you noticed, I mean, a lot of people are talking about it, but have you noticed anything different about your skin over the past, how, I don't know how many weeks it is. Is this week six? I don't know. I oh, know, what week <laughs> are we on now? Um, you know what, I, my skin went a bit crazy, actually, and I think a lot of people my, it did. Did yours? I was, I was <laughs> really, I, honestly, I was nearly heartbroken because it got, my skin got stressed, and I get hormonal breakouts, I just, which is why I, yeah. you resonated with me from when I watched your video because you mentioned about hormonal and jaw Mm -hmm. but it was like that extra set of um just stress hormones kicked in so I got like a rash that lasted about two weeks on my neck and my chest and I don't get things like that yeah I reckon it's probably a combination of the stress of everything it's obviously a new situation for everyone but maybe also you know we're so busy like normally like with work and constantly all over the place but maybe just stopping for a second your skin is just releasing all the toxins everything it needs to just get rid of it you're giving it a chance to do it I don't know maybe so many people I know have really struggled with breakouts over this lockdown as well well I got so stressed about it that I thought you know what I'm going to write about it because when I write I have to think so I sat down and I did come up with loads of possible reasons so Yeah, because for one, everyone's eating habits have changed. Unless you are someone that's a real stickler for, I don't know, paleo or keto or whatever, I think everyone's habits have changed. So it might be that you're eating more in general or you're eating more of bad things, Mm -hmm. in inverted commas, but your body, you're not moving it in the same way. So say like usually yeah. you go to work for eight hours and you might do a workout before that and you might take the step. We're not doing mm. those things. So there's also 
digestion is like, oh, well, we can chill out here, but you're still taking in more crap. So I was like, okay, yeah. that's an obvious thing that's going to affect it because things are going to build up. And I even, it might sound gross, but I know that even people's toilets habits have changed because they're not yeah. moving in the same way. Yeah, exactly. So I think, I definitely think a sluggish system shows up in your skin. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah, definitely. So yeah, I think, and even though everyone's saying stay hydrated, I'm pretty sure most of us are drinking less purely because we're sitting down so much more. We're just less inclined. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So when, yeah. you, when you think of it, it makes a lot of sense that we're all, yeah. it's just like, how, it's like just a big change, isn't it? what happened with yours <clears throat> then? Because obviously you have got this amazing glow, but was it that you lost your glow or did you get more hormonal breakouts? Or? For me, it was the hormonal breakouts. I just had like, suddenly I just had loads just just after we got put into lockdown. Um, just For me, it's always around my chin, always. which is obviously the hormonal area. Yeah, mm. it's, it's just a pain. And then when they come, they come in like pairs, don't they? Oh my um, God, there's like two on top of each other. So. I know. <laughs> it's, just, it's just so hard to maintain. Um, but I think so many girls are struggling with this. I, think, I don't know whether it's, you know, diet over time, the air that we have. Stay um, yeah. It's just not helping, is it? So it's just, I think now I've calmed it down. I've managed to kind of get into like a routine. And yeah, it's just, it's just one of those things I know I'm always going to suffer with. So it's so just finding you, what works best. So you said, you, you know, that you managed to calm it down. But how would you advise someone like that perhaps doesn't have all the knowledge that you do like how do you calm things down do you stop using everything or I think it's just like I, like I've, I've said in my post before but it's just going back to basics so when you feel like your skin is flaring I think just keep things extremely simple hydrate the skin try not to touch it um and don't overwash don't over cleanse just just really keep things simple so use a nice gentle oil cleanser maybe a really nice soft um, serum and oil or hydrating serum something that's just going to calm everything down and just don't touch your face and there's another a lot of a lot of us what we do when we're whatever we're working with we're touching our chin all the time you've always got your fingers around your face it's just try not to touch anything and just let it be and not stress about it I think when you stress about it, it just gets oh worse, god yeah you're just like stop stressing <laughs> it's so hard though isn't it it's like a cycle yeah. but you know I what I think a lot of people they they, they tend to use um maybe they over exfoliate when they feel like they're having a breakup they exfoliate their skin and just go a bit crazy just try not to do that yeah I yeah. learned that the hard way I think I was going through a stressful time and I was like no let me just keep on using I think it's like a glycolic toner I was like oh no days later <laughs> it was just, yeah it's just like my skin's <laughs> crying but um off the topic super quick I just wanted to ask you your advice on um so I have this issue with waking up and doing a workout and if I yeah. work out with the blinds open so I'm like I need to put SPF on so I wake up say I wake up at seven and I'm doing a workout 7 30 wash my face with water if I only had maybe oil on the night before yeah then put moisturizer and then SPF then you're gonna sweat so there's no way I'm gonna leave that on I'm gonna shower so I wash my yeah. face again is, yeah. have you, is there a better option for people that are doing these morning workouts or do we just have to work out with the blinds closed? Or Because I, I feel so, that I end up washing my face three times in one day then potentially. Yeah. Um, so my theory is you 
should have 20 minutes of sun without SPF a day. It's actually good for your skin to absorb just 20 minutes. So say if your workout is 20 minutes or so, you can be okay without SPF for a little bit. But um, other than that, yeah, you really should probably wear an SPF. But I think it's hard, that one. You don't want to leave the sweat on your skin because no, because the toxins have come out. Yeah. So, what so do, what maybe do? just what you should do then is just in the morning, don't wash your skin, do your workout, maybe put your SPF on and then wash your skin. Right. So maybe go, okay. do your workout with your, your sleep skin. Sleep skin. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, I'm going to try that then because I, I'm just really <laughs> conscious of it because you can, I've I've had those days where I've overwashed my skin. I'm like, yeah. it's so tight and no matter what you do. Oh, yeah. Just... And the tap water that we have as well, especially in the UK. I mean, maybe where you are might be a bit better. I don't know, but um, I know good. London tap water is not. Oh yeah, I stayed in London once uh, in a hotel for work, and when I washed my skin there, my skin was so red afterwards, so oh. sensitive because I wasn't used to the water there. Yeah, it's just it's, it's so bad. There's so many it's chemicals. Scary, yeah. Too harsh. Yeah. You mentioned their hormonal breakouts, but I just wanted to know, is that the biggest skin issue you've ever faced in your life or have you ever had sort of like more challenging times? I think I'm quite lucky, I think, with my skin. Um, I do get breakouts because I have oily combination skin. So naturally, I produce more oil. Um, but the good thing with oily skin is you age yeah. less quickly. So there's always a positive Thank for God. something. <laughs> uh, but no, for me, it's definitely hormonal breakouts. And I, I came off the pill. I was on the contraceptive pill for eight years, uh, which I wish I wasn't on for so long. And I came off two years ago, and that's where I really noticed they were. It was cystic. There were cystic spots coming on the chin. They don't yeah. come to a head. They're super oh, painful. God. Yeah, I know. Aren't they just horrible? Um, and all I could do really was just. It's taken me two years for my skin to actually really start to calm down because they say after the pill it can take up to six months your body to sort of all the hormones to rebalance but for how long I was on it for I would say it's taken about two years to start to really get to a point where I'm, I can kind of balance it mm, mm. Uh, yeah unfortunately as women we are <laughs> it's tough for yeah. the hormones isn't it yeah it is they're so prone to changes from any direction I think even down yeah. to perhaps even things that we eat sometimes or our hormones yeah, can sugar. drive what we want to eat yeah oh sugar is like that's a that's the biggest <laughs> topic for me it's just oh, no. it's, it's not my friend oh, sorry, isn't it? but then I don't think you should deprive yourself of things that you know if you want to eat something eat something but in moderation mm, I don't mm. know yeah, it's, diff- it's difficult back to when you were growing <clears> up <throat> obviously you mentioned was it your grandmother you mentioned about going into her cabinet and stuff? Was there anyone yeah. in your life that you kind of wanted to emulate like their approach to beauty or how they looked when you were growing up? Um, I think, <clears throat> I mean, it's probably quite a cheesy answer. I mean, I'm sure everyone says it, but my, my mom, my mom mm. was, she was quite a, a good example of beauty to me. She, so she's French, French woman. She's been living in the UK for about, well, since ever I've been born, but so 28 years or so. And she was just this typically French woman at school when she picked me up when I was when I couldn't leave school and she picked me up. She would not really wear much makeup. She'd have like, she'd maybe wear like a brownish, nudie kind of color on the lips, a tiny bit of mascara, 
and that would be it. She'd let her hair dry naturally. She was very chic, very understated. And that was kind of what I'd always wanted to be, just <clears throat> very simple, effortless. That's the kind of, it's the French style, which mm. is effortless and chic. And it's hard to do because you don't, <laughs> the more, too, if you do too much, you lose that, that elegance. That effortless. So it is, yeah. it's finding that balance. Mm. But she was so good at it. <laughs> oh, so did you ever try and like, when you were growing up, did you ever try and mimic the look that your mum would wear or? Well, now she's there. She doesn't fit in the clothes that she used to have. So I've taken all of her vintage pieces. <laughs> I've rummaged for everything. But she would just wear like a simple t-shirt with a pair of like Levi's jeans, maybe a little gold earrings and that's it, a red lip. She was so simple, but it just, it looked so good. So do you think that's a real thing about the French woman? Like, because I do feel like here in the UK, we kind of turn it into like this um, iconic status. Yeah, I think it is. When you go to Paris, maybe, I mean, it depends where you go, but um, it is, I mean, you, you see the women, they don't really wear much makeup. Uh, they really maintain themselves. They look after their skin. They look after their hair. It, it's it's a culture. If, even when you go into the pharmacies, their pharmacies are like Space and K in the UK. Like, it's all about skin. It's, 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 they, they look after themselves, but without doing too much mm. that's what I love about them and it's it's hard to do <laughs> and that's kind of what I think my my account is about it's about showing less is more I used to um, when I when I was younger like growing up at school I remember it's in like year 80 or 9 and all the girls used to have like the Maybelline matte foundation and everyone brings up dream mousse everyone talks <laughs> <laughs> I remember when it came out it was so big and we used to all have like thick makeup on the skin and my dad I used to come home and he used to have a go at me because he'd say, you've got too much makeup on, you know, it doesn't look nice on your skin, blah, blah, blah. So I would, I would always be told less is more, always. And I think I've stuck with that growing up mm. for now, which is now where I really believe less is more. I remember that foundation because it, it really lended itself to putting too much on. It was kind of <laughs> like almost a, like a soft paste. <laughs> yeah, it was. It, I mean, it was really like therapeutic. The mousse itself. Yeah, it felt really it, good. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it smelled really nice. Like full of fragrance. Yeah, but, um, <laughs> dry your skin out. Yeah, but it was the thing, wasn't it? During this time, because obviously you mentioned your job is quite an active one. You're going around educating on products, etc. So I'm guessing right now you are at home, like most of us. Have you been adding any extra things now that you've got more time to like your beauty or self-care? Um, I don't know. At the moment, I've just felt, I think because the weather's been so nice, I've just felt like I haven't really wanted to put any makeup on, let my skin breathe. Um, I've just found it quite nice just to relax and just enjoy a bit of me time and do things like painting. I do a bit of painting. I go and do some exercise. I think because my job is so active and I'm constantly driving to like the next place, I'm, I'm always traveling. Right. I find it's just been a bit of, it's been quite nice just to have a bit of me time. Yeah. Um, but I think now that the weather's changing this week, I feel like I want to get a bit more creative and do some makeup looks. And oh, good. Good. Yeah. I look forward to that. Have you found any ways to kind of cope with the stressful days? Because obviously, you know, when you follow somebody on social media, most often you're going to see like the the best days. But 
Mm. When you've had any like stressful or just kind of lockdown sad days, how have you found the best way to cope with that? Music. I I love my music. Um, I would probably put my headphones in, go for a run or go for a walk or something. And I'm kind of a bit weird, but when I go for a run, I, where I live, it's quite, um, there aren't many people at the park. It's, it's quite quiet. They're quite vast. So when I go for a run, I like stop in the middle and I'll just play like a song that I absolutely love and I'll just dance and I'll just like shake it all off <laughs> oh, and then you. carry on running afterwards. Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> but I feel like dancing is like a good way to release. Like if I feel, just feel a little bit blocked up with like maybe some negative thoughts, I'll just dance, run and dance. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> yeah. I think a lot of us have been buying everything trying yeah. everything at home facials this and that have you tried anything new during this time or are you just sticking with your diehards uh, the only thing that I've introduced is some um, rolling into my skincare routine in the okay. evening with the you know with the needles the derma roller oh those um, yeah. yeah that's all I've kind of incorporated into my routine that's new um but I've spent a, I've actually spent a few years trying too many different products yeah. and my skin going crazy. So I think I've got to a point now where I know what works and what I need to stick with. And But then, you know, your skin's always changing. So I know I'm going to hit, I mean, I'm 28 now and I'm probably going to hit my 30s and then my skin will change. So I'll have to adapt it yeah, as it yeah. goes on. But no, I think I'm quite happy with what I use. I don't want to do too much more. Right. Yeah. Are you quite intuitive? You know, um, that approach to like so when do you wake when you wake up in the morning are you someone that's looking at your skin and seeing what it needs or are you very like I know that these four or five things work so that's what I do every day uh, I think it's probably looking at my skin um especially where I mean I've been out in the sun a little bit in the last week so my skin has been a bit drier okay. because of that so maybe applying a bit more oil or yeah I think it's you can, and you know, especially when you wash your skin as well, you can tell afterwards if it's feeling a bit too tight. You know that you need to add a bit more hydration, or mm. or maybe wash less, or don't. Yeah, so it's, it is adapting to kind of how your skin feels. Definitely. Where do you stand on retinols? Because I think I'd, I think I'd commented on your post that day, and like obviously retinol kind of means you're going this way, and it seems like you're saying like let's go the other yeah. way. So. Where do you stand? Is it have you tried them before, or you just anti them? Like, tell me your thoughts. No, I'm not anti retinol. I, I know it. I know it's definitely the side that takes you with where your skin will become sensitized from it. Your skin will have, probably have um, it will probably peel a little bit. I mean, it's definitely a different take on skincare. But I think I probably would try it past my thirties. Um, I don't disagree with it at all. I think. I think if you can get a good retinol that maybe contains like niacinamide, there is there is a brand that does a really good niacinamide retinol. Um, I can't remember what brand mm. it is because niacinamide will really help to soothe the skin. Yeah, I love niacinamide. Um, yeah, it's a good ingredient and good for pigmentation yeah. as well. Um, I just haven't tried one yet. So I think once I try it, then I can definitely speak about it more. But I don't disagree with it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just think as long as you really are hydrating your skin when you're using a retinol, that's the main thing. The founder of Quarterly, she doesn't 
if she doesn't really agree with um, retinol as much mm-hmm. um, because she doesn't believe that the skin should have to go through that, that period of um, sensitivity. Mm-hmm. But it just depends. We're in lockdown, so I kind of feel like things are a little bit limited, but we can still order everything. We've still got all our products there. If I was to send you away somewhere and say, Elizabeth, you can only take <laughs> these three products for the next six months, what would you take? <laughs> That's quite hard. Um, <laughs> okay, well, I'd probably say an SPF, number one. Can it be, can it be skincare and makeup? Whatever you like, but they're the only three things you get to take. Uh, okay so skincare um i would be an spf because at least that's gonna hydrate and then protect the skin um a lip balm i I just always have really dry lips well i just suffer with dry lips i'm always putting lip balm on that's like um and my eyelash curlers (laughs) (laughs) really yeah i think like an spf lip balm and my eyelash curlers my eyelash curlers make me feel like a woman when i curl them yeah it's like I put um, a little bit of tinted moisturizer on today. And then when I did it, I noticed, I was like, now you need mascara because your eyes are just like these little holes. And just, <laughs> but I was like, I've got glasses on, it doesn't matter. But um, what's your favorite SPF to use? Have you got a favorite? Uh, Bioderma is my favorite. The, um, oh, and the yellow. Fluid. Yeah, and the yeah. yellow one, the SPF 50 plus. Yeah. It's the only one that doesn't really break me out. Um, yeah, and I, I, just, I get a nice tan as well. I'm mm. layered, don't burn ever. So it's a nice one. So it's a good one, yeah. I like, Bioderm is a really good brand. I like, I like the product. It is. I'm loving, they've got this, um, it's like a hydration concentrate. It's like this little gel cream. It feels so yeah. nice because it's um, hydration for sensitive skin. And it's like, I think when you are doing the retinol thing, it's hot. Yeah. You want to like be gentle you you got to hydrate but you want to like find the most gentle things and I think their sensitive range is really good what is your favorite makeup product that you found lately Ooh. um I'm a big fan of Glossier I'm sure you might have uh, gathered but <clears throat> um I would say the cloud paint oh they're lovely uh, have you tried the cloud yeah paint? I've got a couple I mean, they're, they're great so good yeah um my favorite color is the storm which is a slightly darker ready tone which would look nice on you yeah i need to get that one yeah that would look really nice i think that everything that glossier brings out they just nail it they really do nail it what about skincare i would say more makeup yeah makeup skincare i wouldn't say i haven't tried that much but i haven't really been super interested in the skincare but the Mm. makeup for sure they just play right i think it really lends itself to those days when you don't want to wear a lot yeah. If you want products that the are buildable. Yeah. Yeah. Which is definitely <laughs> you. Who would you say sums up iconic beauty to you? Uh, Jean, Jean Damas. Is that an actress? She's the uh, founder of Rouge the, um, in Paris. She's the, she's got a brand called Rouge. Rouge. Uh, Rouge. Okay. Uh, so that she does clothing, but she's, she's got, got dark hair. As well. She's got dark hair, short hair. She's quite unusual looking, but she's just, so elegant she just puts a bit of red lipstick on she just like like just touches her hair and then she's ready to go she looks incredible all the time but she's like the example of like less is more that kind of beauty yeah I read about her recently like she is the latest version of the the French 
the French yeah. girl, like still less is more, but with a bit of a more of a like a powerful pout kind of thing, like a, yeah, the oh. strong red lip and then like a like an elegant dress that she wears. Yeah, she's really she's she's amazing. <laughs> so obviously, you work in the world of beauty. Are there any trends within it, whether it's skincare or makeup, that you've kind of like had enough of seeing? Vitamin C has been quite uh, a craze at the moment. A lot, of, I mean, vitamin C is great, but working with a lot of people, so many people don't necessarily know much about vitamin C. And same as retinol as well. Like retinol and vitamin C seems to be like the buzzword at the moment. Everyone keeps saying, I want, I need retinol, I need vitamin C. And when you ask them, okay, have you done your research? Do you know what retinol does? Do you know what vitamin C does? Not many people actually really know. So it's a lot of marketing in their face about using these products and some vitamin c's can be too strong as well for the skin some retinols can definitely be too strong so they've been two um ingredients that i'm just i wouldn't want people to maybe understand a bit more before they go out and buy these products that they don't maybe are too strong for their skin that would probably be those two ingredients yeah. yeah i think there's a lot of like you say i think again social media gives rise to that it's like anyone sharing what they use instantly you know the potential for hundreds of people to just go and buy it without actually doing yeah. any research without talking yeah. to someone saying is this good for me it's you know mm. it's it's easy to do and again especially when we've got more time on our hands it's just like mm. the willingness to shop more but um to flip that then what's the one ingredient that, that you think everyone could benefit from hyaluronic acid definitely uh it's and everyone I mean you produce it yourself so anyone will it would work well for anybody and I think niacinamide like we've mentioned mm. I think it's such I think it might be becoming more of an ingredient which is speaking of being spoken about but niacinamide is amazing ingredient it's so smoothing um, like I noticed within a couple of days my skin just calmed down like yeah redness smoothness like and it was actually a glossy what, what, what? What niacinamide one do you use? Is it the... Well, I was using Glossier Super Pure. We talk about their skincare. Ah. It's literally, I don't really go for any of their other skincare, but their Super Pure Serum was really? amazing. Within a couple of days, I drank that stuff up and I've complained about it many times because I went to buy it and it's been yeah. sold out since November. Like they haven't restocked uh -huh. it since November. So then... Uh -huh. I was trying to find niacinamide elsewhere in, in the form of a serum and I just couldn't find anything that compared. So I have been using, I signed up for Dermatica's, like, you know, you send in photographs of your skin and they do this prescription for you. Oh, okay. And yeah. my prescription is adapalene, something else, and niacinamide. And it might be working in a, a little bit, but I... I honestly felt like that super pure serum worked within a couple of days. It was one, amazing. Yeah. yeah. What about you? Yeah. Have you got a niacinamide? I'm looking for something. I've seen um, Paula's Choice. Yes. She does have the 10% um, booster, I think it's called, yeah, it, niacinamide, yeah. which I've seen like on and off good reviews. So that's something that may be. I'm thinking of getting, but I mean, it sounds like the Glossier one could be a, could yeah, be a little catch. If it, I, I if it think comes it's back done. In. I don't, I mean, it's been five months. Mm, and whenever I mention yeah. it on social, they'll be like, yeah, sign up to find out when it's coming back in. I'm like, I am signed up. 
<laughs> oh, so frustrating. The worst is when you find something that you like, especially a makeup product, and then it just continues. That's like the worst thing that can happen. <laughs> I think they need to do more research before they discontinue things, these brands. Yeah. Like, it's so important when you get the perfect red or for your skin tone or the perfect yeah. mascara, and then they just often replace it. Danger. Yeah, it's just not right. <laughs> Final question. When do you feel you're most beautiful? Um, <clears throat> when my skin is clear, number one, is a, is always when I feel better. It's, it's sad to say that because we, it's a shame that we do live in a world where it is, you judge people, I suppose, a little bit on their skin. But um, yeah, I do feel my best when I have clear skin and maybe a little bit of a tan. And then I can just put on a little red lippy or something really simple. And that's when I feel the best mm. in my skin. Yeah. Oh, just working on from that, actually, because of your position, your job, and obviously, you know, your account on social, do you always feel a pressure to look good? Are there some days when you don't feel so good and you might not show yourself? Yeah, I would say so. Yeah, definitely. Um, I've actually had a few comments because when I do have breakouts, my skin's not great. I always always say it to someone, say, oh, God, I'm so sorry about my skin. And they look at me and they say, what the fuck is wrong with your skin? But obviously I'm seeing it and because I'm so critical, because I'm in the skincare industry and on the lift alone, I'm doing my my you know, my posts, you, it, you naturally do feel like you need to be perfect, which isn't right. Um, so I just need to just accept that, you know, if my skin isn't great, then that's fine. And people need to see that as well. Mm. So we're all human. <laughs> yeah, I think people appreciate you more and more, but... Yeah, it is hard when you work and it. it's like I've been backstage at fashion weeks so I've been writing about beauty for years and I still don't mm. have perfect skin so it's almost like I don't, do I have the right to talk about it do yeah. you know what I mean so yeah I get it but that's what makes you human and it's true when you see the people that do go on Instagram and are speaking and they maybe do have problematic skin I respect them so much because it's actually so brave to go on screen and do that and not be perfect Thanks for listening. Please do like, subscribe and review when you get the chance. It's so important for me to keep improving on this podcast. So I'd love a review. You can also follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Beauty Me Podcast. And I'd love it if you could take a screenshot and tag me when you're listening so that I can see what you think. Thanks again for listening.